in today's show. We're looking at the waiver wire for fantasy basketball. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by NBA Top Shot. NBA Top Shot is the officially licensed NFT of the NBA. Connect with the community of hundreds of thousands of NBA fans as a natural progression of fantasy sports, okay? As a way to upgrade your experience as an NBA fan. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we are available on all platforms. Championship week, maybe four days to go after Wednesday. Semi-final week, who knows where you're at in your playoffs, but you are in your playoffs. So you've got to be really careful with what we're doing waiver-wise style. So we're going to have a look at players who have uh, been added a lot, players who have been dropped, ways that we can stream the rest of this week as well, and just some other names that are worth a bit of a chat about. So, warning. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> Let's look at the most added players over the last 24 hours. And I was shocked to see that number one on this list was O'Shea Brissett. Number one, I, I know I know that Brissett had a really good game last time. I think he shot 80% in that game. Um, I just didn't expect him to be the number one guy whose role has been basically the same all the way through. Yeah, I know Isaiah Jackson has been out. Jackson might actually return in today's game. I don't know. It was just weird to me to people chasing that one big game. Um without understanding that maybe that's not what you get every game. He had 24-9 and nine on 80% shooting in 25 minutes last game. The two before that, 14-8, and 7-4, and four, and then 15-4, and 9-7, 5-4, 8-2. And and like, role hasn't changed that much. That's really just chasing a huge performance. And yeah, over the last... Uh, over the last month, he's 147th. Yeah, it's not bad. Free throws have improved a lot over that time. Um... I don't know. I just wouldn't have seen him as the number one absolute priority guy to add, but that's where people are. Davion Mitchell is a way more interesting add to me, and I know people push back on me when I say this because people are, have it tied in their head. The Kings played two games this week, Josh. I know. We've only got five days left this week, and the Kings don't have a great schedule because they play Wednesday and then Saturday. There are plenty of other teams that only play two games in that same time frame, and the, th- the thing is that Darren Fox is out. He's probably not going to play again this week or this season. So Davion Mitchell in that time, he's not a guy that comes in and he's your 12th best player and he sits on your bench. He might be your 7th best player. All right, so I think I, I agree with people adding him, which is, it's good to see that people have added him. I think that that ad, again, we have it in our head. It's only a two-game week. It's a shit week. Um, yeah, but two of those days are done now. So you can get him in Wednesday. You can get him in Saturday. Drop him Saturday. Get someone else on Sunday if it is your championship week. Two games in four nights, man. 22 teams play that same amount of games in that same time frame. So it's all about... And I know I talked about this on yesterday's show, and I'm glad a lot of people listened. But adding Davion Mitchell, I think is a pretty strong option. Again, because he's not a guy that if you add today, he won't... You might think he's sitting on your bench because he's coming off the wire, but realistically, he probably won't. 
he'll probably be one of your best 10 guys and sit in, slid into your um, active roster spot. I don't, you, don't, you don't have to do it, but you know, after today, it's not as good as one game left in the final four days. And there are teams that play three games in that time, which we'll talk about later. But I like that he's been added. Trey Mann, again, that's chasing a bit. What did he have, 36 last game? I think the game before he had, he had 13. Like, he's very up and down. He will pop off for sure. But in that game, I think he had 24 and a quarter and then 12 in the other three. Like, it didn't do much. He can be up and down with a lot of his numbers. It's absolutely fine with Shea potentially not playing also. But just be cautious there. A lot of people added Otto Porter. Hopefully, they added him for yesterday and not today because as expected, he is resting on a back-to-back. So, he's not playing today. This is just what he's going to do. But then you can stream him back in later on in the week. D'Anthony Melton and Tyus Jones. Yeah, Jar Morant's out. But Tyus Jones should have been the most added player, really. Um, but he wasn't. Dylan Brooks also uh, highly added. I don't know why he was available in so many spots. I know he's been bad and annoying to watch, but he probably should have been added. But yeah, they're really, really solid options. I worry that Jar won't play on Thursday again. So it's a really a two-game option here for Tyus. Well, three if he added him for the start of the week. So there is some real value in Jones, Melton, and Brooks here. Trey Lyles just echoing everything I said for Davion. Um, you know, the, the value, it's not quite as high for Trey in that he might not be in your 10 best players. So maybe that's not worth the ad, but people have been making that move. Reggie Bullock, no Luka Doncic today. That's solid enough to grab him. Um, the Mavericks do play on Friday and Sunday as well. So there's three more games this week. So that's a pretty solid day if you're looking for points and threes. And then the big fella, Drew Eubanks. Well, we don't actually know if he's going to be eligible to play because he's got the uh, 10-day contract expiring. They have a juicy Friday, Saturday, back-to-back, both against the Rockets. If he's eligible to play, then there's some good numbers coming there. He should have been added already. I don't know why it's taken so long for him to be added onto a roster. But we're there now, and we have our fingers crossed that he's actually uh, eligible to play when we get to the end of the week. Maybe it's going to be a bit of a scam if he doesn't play. Reckon we count that as a scam? Well, there's plenty of other scams out there that we are all well aware of. Free trials that renew without your consent. Scam. Well, Truebill is a new app that can help you identify and stop paying for those subscriptions that you don't need, want, or that you simply forgot about. On average, people save up to 720 bucks a year with Truebill. And because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Like Matty B, he says, in a matter of seconds, I saved $660 for the year on my DirecTV bill, $120 for the year on my Sirius XM bill, and $840 a year on car insurance. So don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at truebill.com slash lockedonNBA. Go right now. That's truebill.com slash lockedonNBA. It could save you thousands a year. Do you know what NBA Top Shot is? You got you to gotta get around it. NBA Top Shot is the official licensed NFT of the NBA. You can connect with a community of hundreds of thousands of NBA fans as a natural progression of fantasy sports, a way to upgrade your experience as an NBA fan. Basically what it is, it's like a combination of trading cards. We all know trading cards, collecting cards, but it's little video clips, moments, which you have there in your collection. 
It's part stock market. The value of these things rises and falls depending on player performance, exactly like we do in fantasy basketball. It's, I said, it's like fantasy sports as well, trying to predict big performances, buying players at low value, selling them at high value. That's exactly what you're trying to do. They're also almost like an airline loyalty program because Topshot flew out collectors of uh, Suns moments out to game five of the NBA finals. They flew out rookie collectors to the NBA draft and some of them got to have dinner with first round picks, including playing basketball with Obi Toppin and Tyrese Halliburton. Wow. This is a way to just build a portfolio of NFTs with something you love, basketball as well. And there's their challenges as well, which is the best way to earn exclusive moment NFT rewards. Complete challenges to unlock exclusive moment NFTs. You can treat Topshot like the best of daily fantasy sports. Topshot moments can get you access to events and can even be used in fantasy mini games on a regular basis. So go to NBA Topshot and check it out. I think you're going to enjoy it. Okay, let's look at Let's look at the Jack section. Get that garbage out of here! These are players who have been dropped the most in Yahoo Leagues. The Italian cock, Danilo Gallinari. Hands off my cock! I was asked a lot yesterday about Gallinari. Hey, Josh, should I pick up Gallinari? He's going to sit on the back-to-back. And my thing was, I don't think he will. The Hawks need to win. He has played plenty of back-to-backs. He played, I think, four out of his last five back-to-backs he played in. And I thought, all right, he'll play through it. Uh, I was wrong. Screwed it up. Like, he's not playing. There was I didn't have any indication of that prior. I was just trying to look at what... It hadn't been a blanket rule for him, is what I was trying to say. It wasn't a blanket rule that he sits back-to-back and he played three sets of back-to-backs in a row in a stretch in February. Right? But he is sitting this one. So I get why people dropped him. But... But with John Collins out, he's just going to go back to starting next game and having value. And it, it, did you need to drop him today? I'm not sure. The second bloke, Ayo Sunmu, no problem dropping him. He plays again on Thursday, so there's value in that, maybe. But him and Kobe White, there's no numbers there for them anymore. So I don't think there's any point in holding them through that. Like, it was great to get that three and four nights. Their first two were stinkers. And, yeah, then you have the Thursday game, which maybe has value. Gary Payton was dropped. What, he played four minutes yesterday. Maybe he gets a bigger role today. But... He was really only a stream option. Markel Fultz out today. Yeah, look, he shouldn't have been rostered in this many leagues anyway. I have no understanding of why people dropped Alex Caruso. Again, he plays again on Thursday. He's the starting point guard, and he gets assists and steals. What more were you expecting when you added Alex Caruso against what he's given? Yes, it's been a little bit down, but Jesus Christ, this should not have been dropped. If it's a Zubats, I totally get. He's been one of the most dropped players. Fine. Under 20 minutes, three straight games. Can't trust Ty Lue in the rotation at all. One game left for the week. That's one of the biggest jacks I've ever seen. Get that garbage out of here! Of course, if your league goes through to next week, things change completely. But one more game the rest of the, one more game in five nights for a bloke playing under 20 minutes. So yeah. Kevin Love's really tough to hold, I think. Um, they do play Thursday and Saturday, the, the, the Cavs, but the minutes have just been inconsistent at best. Devontae Graham. Now, this is an interesting one. The Pelicans have three games from Thursday to Sunday, the equal best schedule of anybody. And that has value. But this guy's been shitful. So you could consider dropping him. But as I will say so often, schedule rules everything. It rules everything. So while he theoretically is a droppable player, getting three games from him without wasting any ads, it might total you 65 minutes of action he might shoot 10%, but the value is there in holding. But on an individual per game basis, the numbers for Devontae Graham tell me you don't need to hold. 
but the schedule, and that's why I wanted to put him here on this list because, yeah, the numbers are shitouts, but you have to pay attention to the schedule. I added Yusuf Nurkic on here because he's still rostered in 80% of leagues. He's just not coming back. I, I could be wrong on this. As I was wrong, I'm going to talk about another guy later on. Uh, I, I could be wrong. I don't, I've don't. i got to try and put a lot of logic factors behind this. Why would he come back? Yeah, torn plantar fascia. Revaluation, I think, at the end of this week with two weeks left in the season for a team that's not trying for anything. Why would he come back? I, I just don't see why he would. Um, so I don't see why you would hold him, but he's being held in tons and tons of leagues. Let's look at the rest of the week. I talked about the Pelicans having a great schedule the rest of the week. So do the Wizards. Both of these teams play three games in four nights going from Thursday to Sunday. We're not going to talk about Wednesday's action here. Um, we talked about that on the Wednesday What to Watch for streaming show. But this is looking for the rest of the week, how we plan it out. The Wizards play the Thursday, Friday back-to-back. The Pelicans play the Saturday, Sunday back-to-back. So, you know, you could use... What what I would probably do is use one of my ads on a Wizards player. Get the the Thursday, Friday, um, Sunday combination. And then when it gets to Saturday, I'd find another spot that I could open up on my roster. And then I would probably add a Pelicans player. If I've got two ads left, I would get five games out of those two ads by doing it that way. Like you could use one roster spot and add a Wizards guy, drop him after Friday, get a Pelicans guy in for the Saturday, Sunday, back-to-back. You, you could do that, no, no problem. But I think at this point, you probably want to open up the two streamers at the end of the week, get five games in over those four nights with two roster spots using your two, two ads. So the guys we're looking at, like Denny Avdia, Hey, Kyle Kuzma's doubtful again. He might not play this week. Denny Avdia, Corey Kispert, Rui Hachimura, Hal Neto, Ish Smith if you're looking for assists. In um, New Orleans, it's a little bit harder to see because the return of Larry Nance, which we're going to talk about soon. But if Jackson Hayes is there, we grab him. Devontae Graham, I just talked about. Jose Alvarado, if we're looking for um, defensive stats and assists. You might look at a Najee Marshall, whose production does fluctuate a lot. Bill Hernan Gomez literally might play 20 minutes or zero. Like if Ingram and Nance play, I don't know how Hernan Gomez is in the rotation. So they're a little bit tougher to work out. That's why I think going for Wizards guys early in the week, then get a Pelican Saturday, Sunday, we get more of an idea of where the rotation sits. Brooke Lopez also got some stream value for the rest of the week with um, two games, one on Thursday and, sorry, one on, when is Milwaukee's game? Sorry, Thursday and Saturday. So some value in him there. And Chris Dunn with Portland with the Friday, Saturday back-to-back against the Rockets. A little bit of value in those guys in those final four days of the week. Bet Online is here for college basketball action because the tournament is absolutely rolling. Who do you think is going to win? You can bet on it at Bet Online, And you can get all the latest odds, contests, and player props at BetOnline.net. Your number one source for all of your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. It's not just college basketball. There's NBA over there as well. Let's look at the lines for today. The Rockets are 10-point underdogs against the Mavericks at BetOnline without Luka Doncic. Now, the Rockets aren't particularly good, but they're fully healthy, and they've been frisky, and they've been playing much better. And I think without Doncic, keeping it within 10, yeah, that's something they can do. So yeah, get to bet online, have a look. It's Again, it's not just basketball. It's all your live betting, all your favorite Vegas casino games as well. So head to that website or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. Bet online is where the game starts. 
Let's look at some other names that try again that deserve mentioning. Larry Nance is back. I don't know. Look, this is I said yesterday in the injury show. I don't think Larry Nance is coming back. Mystery knee surgery. We've heard nothing. Don't think he's playing. The fact that he's just hey, he's ready to go is pretty wild to me because. In the same breath, we heard an update. Zion Williamson has progressed to one-on-one workouts. We heard nothing about Nance. Is he practicing? Is he doing one-on-ones? Is he doing contact? Is he doing three-on-threes? Is he doing five-on-fives? It was just like surgery, playing. All right. It came out of nowhere. They do have that back-to-back Saturday, Sunday. So at most, you're going to get two games of Nance for the rest of this week. And I do think that they will keep him relatively limited. 20 minutes a night, 19 minutes a night. It's not like Larry Nance's Kevin Durant. Right. Larry Nance is not like, well, clear the decks. Larry Nance is coming in. Like, it'll be Jonas Valanciunas and Jackson Hayes still. And then if Brandon Ingram comes back, then Hayes moves back. And, and Nance has not been particularly good this year. I would not waste my time with him in a 12-team league. Yes, the schedule is nice for the Pelicans, but he won't play all three of them. He'll play two at most, maybe one. I just don't think that he's going to force 27 minutes coming off knee surgery on this team for a bloke who hasn't played particularly well this season anyway. Malcolm Brogdon. Malcolm Brogdon. I'm not tired. Well, I guess that's a fucking lie because you are tired. You're resting two games in a row. The bullshit starts. Just don't put rest. Put Achilles soreness. I'd believe that. I I would believe it because he's had Achilles soreness all season. Like this... You want another indication of why you don't play fantasy um, through into April? It's only going to get worse. So Brogdon's resting again today. Can you even stomach holding him? There are two more games for them. They play Thursday and Saturday. And to be fair, I think he might be sitting Wednesday because it's a back-to-back. And he might play Thursday, Saturday. So I'd be loath to drop Brogdon, who could put up top 50 numbers with two games in the next three days. But it's bloody frustrating. Josh the Hitman Hart's in a similar boat, resting again. And they've got a Friday, Saturday back-to-back. He's playing one of those games max. One game in five nights for Josh Hart. Again, it's very... Look, if there's just going to be healthy rests on non-back-to-backs... Get that garbage out of here! Darren Fox. I re- no, I didn't report this at all. I told you about a report that said that it's probably the end of his season. He's got... Two more games left this week. One more after today. He's not playing in those ones. I'm pretty confident. I don't think he's playing again. It's a hard call to make a drop of someone like De'Aaron Fox. I get that. Especially when they haven't explicitly even ruled him out for a time period like Sabonis has been. Hey, he's out for five. Um, We haven't heard that for Fox. That's tough. But again, if you're in a finals matchup this week, I don't think think there's any point holding him. Torrey Craig's another interesting name. With the Suns battling injuries. Craig has put up some good numbers. Is there value in him for the Wednesday, Thursday back-to-back? I don't expect Cam Johnson's going to play in either of those games. Jay Crowder will, but I don't expect that Johnson does. So he might have some value, not massive. Josh Richardson, been solid enough. Good stream guy. They very much like the Kings though. Yet the stigma of the two-game week applies to San Antonio. They play the same Wednesday-Saturday schedule. So if you did want to add Richo for today, you can get two games in four nights. Hartenstein, just playing really well. Top 100 guy. Um, Again, the problem is one game. They play Friday, but he's going to be a good stream on Friday. Torian Prince, I like the value in Prince here. Um, 
The Wolves have two more games on Friday, Sunday to end the week. Good value there. Damian Jones, he'll be starting, I'm guessing. I think he's going to be more valuable than Metu, even though I'd prefer them play Metu. Uh, I think it'll be Jones. And again, if you get it in for today, two games in four nights, and he's probably a top 90 guy for those you know, on the days that he plays. He, so there's something there. And especially four games next week, you really wanted that. And then Nicky Claxon. Drummond's back, but Aldridge is out. Should be 24 minutes for Clax. And that can have some value. They play Wednesday, and then they have a Saturday-Sunday back-to-back the Nets. So there's a little bit of value there in Nicky Claxon as well. But long-term, I'm not really sure it's there. And that, guys, will do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you are here on YouTube, thumb it up and leave your comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.